This is Sex Ed Debunked, a cross-generational podcast hosted by mother-daughter duo, Christine and Shannon Curley, where we talk about all the things you learned or didn't learn in sex ed and where it all went wrong. From the abstinence curriculum to the monogamy myth and the vast spectrum of rainbow representation, we'll get real about sex positivity and catch you up on everything from proper anatomy to the holistic benefits of a great sex life. Tune in to Sex Ed Debunked wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at Sex Ed Debunked on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hey, debunkers. Christine and I decided to take a break from our regularly scheduled Sex Ed Debunked programming this week to share our perspective on the Don't Say Gay bill and other similar bills popping up around the country. It's a short clip, but worth the listen. And if you know anyone in your life who is in support of these bills, we urge you to share it with them too. If you have any questions about the bills themselves, the research, or the implications of passing these bills for children and young adults, please reach out to us at sexeddebunked at gmail.com or at sexeddebunked on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Hi, this is Christine from Sex Ed Debunked. I'm sure many of you have heard about what has been dubbed the Don't Say Gay bill that is presently pending in the state of Florida to be signed by the governor into law, which would become effective July 1st of this year. Shannon and I on Sex Ed Debunked felt that we would be remiss if we did not address this issue, seeing that our message is about sex positivity, sexual communication, and sex education. So first, what does this bill actually say? Well, the Florida bill is actually called the Parental Rights in Education Act, which basically sets forth that teachers cannot discuss sexual orientation or gender identity in the primary grades. And the primary grades are kindergarten through third grade, which basically means that from age five to age nine, sexual orientation and gender identity cannot be discussed in the classroom. The other part of that bill is that topics that are not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate cannot be discussed in later years as well. Another aspect of the bill is that parents will now have the right to sue school districts who violate this legislation at the cost of being paid by the schools themselves. As you can imagine, this is going to have a terribly chilling effect on teachers' ability to even answer questions that might come up in the context of basic classroom discussions. I want to acknowledge that on the face of this, the Parental Rights in Education Bill does not sound so dangerous. In fact, supporters say that allows parents to have control over their children's education. They further say that the right to raise children does not end when children walk into the classroom and that age limits on what is taught in the classroom is not a new concept. And those statements might be true. But I suggest that a lot of this legislation, the root of it is fear and uncertainty and a lack of knowledge about what really is best to protect your children. Many people in Florida and elsewhere have been told by conservatives 
to not be quote unquote woke. In fact, the conservative magazine, The Hill, calls this bill the Don't Say Woke Act. There is a false belief that if you teach children about gender and you teach children about sexual orientation, you will somehow indoctrinate them and change them. That has been refuted time and time again by science. What normalizing talking about gender and normalizing talking about sexual orientation will do, it will make those kids feel supported and loving and loved and part of the community. Parents need to realize that science tells us that children as young as two and three start acknowledging their gender and start understanding the difference between genders and how they're treated in society, which means struggles with gender identity can begin as young as age two or three. If children in the Florida classrooms are only taught that the only normal way to be is a boy or a girl, imagine the negative impact on those children who are struggling with feeling that their gender might not match the biological sexual organs they've been given. When parents look to protect their children, we urge at Sex Ed Debunked that you look to protect all children to protect all children who might be struggling with gender identity issues and sexual orientation identity issues. Because these struggles come from a feeling that who they are and how they feel are not somehow normal. I also caution those of you who are not in Florida that this is not something, Florida is not an outlier. In fact, my own state of Rhode Island in the house has introduced a bill to say, to state that discussions of race, gender, and sexual orientation would be banned in schools. It would require students also who identify as transgender or non-binary to not be able to use their preferred pronouns or their preferred names unless parents had given them parental consent. At its base, what these laws do is says, that only white, cisgender, heterosexual children are normal. And everything and everyone else is something less. So what the Don't gay, Say Gay Bill is doing is dividing us as parents to believe that somehow, if we talk about gender and sexual orientation with our children, we are doing a bad thing. And I want to stress to all of you who might be listening and to some of you who might think maybe this parental rights and education bill is not such a bad idea. Talking about gender will not change your child's gender. Talking about sexual orientation will not change your child's sexual orientation. What it will do, it will give your child and all the other children that your child goes to school with the ability to feel normal and accepted and as part of the school community. I urge you all to support 
gender identity, gender expression, sexual orientation, sexual identity, to support the great variety and diversity that we are as human beings and to decry any laws that would suggest that only one version of human is somehow normal, that only one version of gender is normal, that only one version of sexual orientation is normal. I urge you all to talk to your state representatives and when these bills come up in your hometown or in your school district or in your state, and they will, to reach out to science and educational resources that have, telling, have been telling parents and have been telling school districts for decades that communication and education protects our children, not silence. Thanks for listening and tune in to our other episodes of Sex Head Debunked, where you can find on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and enjoy spring all. Take care. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of Sex Ed Debunked. During the course of our podcast, we have limited time together, which means that unfortunately, many identities, groups, and movements may not be represented each week. The field of sexuality and gender orientations, identities, and behaviors are changing and growing rapidly, and we remain committed to being as inclusive as possible. Please remember that all of us, including us, are learning in this area and may occasionally slip up. We ask that we all continue to be kind to one another so that we can create a truly inclusive and accepting environment. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us at Sex Ed Debunked on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sex Ed Debunked is produced by Trailblaze Media along with myself, Shannon Curley, and Christine Curley. From Trailblaze Media, our engineering is handled by Ezra Winters. Mm-hmm.